Day, listeners. Welcome back. Me and Dan just ate good. We keep going to the same place. We gotta switch it up. You're the one who wants. You suggest that place every time. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> don't be weird, bro. Fucking talking about we need to switch it up. There's lots of food around here. It's all garbage. No, it's not true. Weird. Yes, it is. Don't come to listen, man. I don't come <laughs> over there where you live and start fu- University City and start hating on Moe's or whatever. We have Qdoba. Whatever, man. It's good. <clears throat> Sometimes. Welcome back. We're back. Dude's doing raiding. We are raiding. We're doing the raid. Redemption. Dude's playing World of Warcraft and doing a raid. What are you saying, man? Uh, what would you raid an apartment complex for? Check. Can you... <laughs> fuck. Check. Can you hear? Yeah. What'd All you right. do? <clears throat> Don't worry about it. Okay. Um... What would I raid an apartment complex for? Yeah. I don't know. I probably wouldn't. Pack of cigarettes. I have things to do, man. I don't have time to be out <laughs> here just raiding raiding an apartment complex. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, we did the raid. Before we get into the raid, what'd you what watch? did you watch? You go first. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I watched Burn After Reading again. I realize each time I watch it, it's a perfect movie. It's so good, dude. There's so many lines. So many good one-liners. This is a crucifixion. Dude, the best line in that whole movie... Yeah. The best line in that whole movie is when uh, fucking John Malkovich is like, you're in league with that moron. You are part of a league of morons. <laughs> the league of morons line destroys me every time. That line's good. Uh the security of your shit line. Security of your shit. Dude. Yeah, Boy, he says awesome. fucking awesome. Memwe. <laughs> Dude, John Malkovich is awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's dope as fuck, bro. Um the, the cast for that movie is so crazy. Yeah. It's one of the it's one of my favorite Coen Brothers. I th- okay, it's not one of the best Coen Brothers movies, but I think it's one of the most underrated Coen Brothers movies. That and a serious man. Yeah, serious man is good. It's I, I relate to that movie. Driveaway Dolls came out. I heard it sucks. I heard that too. I heard it was. I, I heard it was just okay. It has like a three point one on Letterboxd. I'll wait for streaming. Yeah, I, unfortunately, I, everyone kind of was just like, it doesn't work when it's just one Cohen brother. You need them both. Yeah, uh, I think it was Joel did the Macbeth movie from twenty twenty two. Yeah, people didn't like that one too much. I did not enjoy it. Where's, I don't care about Mac- Macbeth. Where's my water? <laughs> you keep talking about whatever it is you watch. I'm going to get my water. Jesus Christ. Burn After Reading's awesome. Probably one of my favorite Coen Brothers movies. Uh, apparently, according to rumor, they are reuniting and doing a horror movie. The Coen Brothers are doing a horror movie? Yeah. That sucks. What do you mean? What? It's That sucks. I don't know what it's about. They're I doing a horror movie. Don't care. Don't want to watch it. I bet you will. I, I probably will if it's a Coen Brothers movie. Exactly. Um, what else did you seen, watch? Have you ever seen Hail Caesar? Yeah, it's okay. I need to watch that. It's fine. Um, I watch Clerks. Old school comedy. 
Yeah, Clerk, Clerks is fucking incredible. My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks. God. In a row? <laughs> in a row? Dude, God. There's a lot of good one-liners in that, too. Yeah, it, I mean, it ha- there better be. It's just shit, literally just like the lowest budget movie of two guys hanging out, talking. It's all about the one-liners. It's very dope that uh, they filmed at night and just closed the shutters so they were able to film. Like, the way they filmed the movie is fucking dope. I, I'm very fascinated by that. Also doesn't help that, or also helps that the movie is actually good. It is. Give him like the second one, not so good. It's, it's okay. okay. It's all right. It's fine. Um, <clears throat> what's your favorite uh, Kevin Smith movie? Uh, Chasing Amy or Clerks. He has not done anything good in a very long time, unfortunately. What about Mallrats, my friend? Oh yeah, that's up there. That that's better than Clerks. I think Mallrats is better than Clerks. It's the be- it's so good, dude. It's amazing. Chasing Amy's awesome. Yeah, it is. Uh, that girl, what's her name? Joey Lauren Adams with the crazy voice. Yeah, love her. Great voice. Whoa, he directed Zach and Miri make a porno. Yeah, I did she's, not know that. She's like she's like my. I feel like that Joey Lauren Adams in the nineties is like uh is like my celebrity crush. She's dead now. No, she's not. Is that true? Probably. What's what are you just thing saying she... things? <laughs> what do you mean, bro? You can't just say things like that. Yeah, we can. This is our podcast. <laughs> I guess you're right. We can say whatever the fuck we want. What else did you watch? I watched The Raid, and I watched Punch, Punch Drunk Love. Dude, I've been meaning to to watch Punch Drunk Love. It's on Max. It's awesome. I saw it like forever ago, like when I was in college and, and have not rewatched it since, but I have been meaning to give it a shot again. It's I liked so it good. then. I just don't really remember much about it. It's so fucking good. Other than Adam Sandler being all pissed off. Autistic love. That's what that movie is. It's like love on the spectrum. The original love on the spectrum. OG. The old way. I also started watching Mayor of Easttown. I've always heard that's good, but never watched it. I'm two episodes in. It's fucking dope. If you hated the last season of True Detective, watch Mirror of Easttown. Is it better? It is the same vibe, but wow. way better. Um, Kate Winslet. I've been watching. She's hot. I can't think of what she looks like right she's now. She's in Eternal Sunshine. The spotlight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's hot. pretty hot. Um, old school hot. Old school. They, they don't make them like that no more. No. They don't. It used to just be just like. It used to just be like a chick who really liked Rilo Kylie. <laughs> the manic pixie dream girl. Just This is just That's like is. every girl that was two years older than me when I was in sixth grade and they were in eighth grade on my bus and they all had a gray zip-up American apparel hoodie. Really, really blue. Not like light-washed blue jeans, but like, bl- like royal blue blue jeans and black Vans Authentics. And they all listened to like Rilo Kylie. Wilco. Death, Death Cab for Q. Oh, they couldn't believe Wilco, bro. Yep. And I was just sitting there, sixth grade me, just like, what's happening here? Me trying to impress the girl I had a crush on. Yeah, Wilco is dope. Yeah, I, I love the Postal Service. Yeah, I love the USPS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love shipping parcels via the USPS. <laughs> me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Such great heights. I agree. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, beep, boop, beep. Is that that song with the beeping? Yeah. Dude, yeah straight up is. robot noises, bro. I would listen to that to impress the girls. Never worked. Emojin Heap. Oh my God. The Strokes. God. 
Okay, well, the Strokes are actually dope. Yeah. I mean, all these bands are actually dope. For the most part. But. Passion Pit. Dude, Passion Pit's MGMT. awesome. MGMT. These are just bands that girls, <laughs> that girls that were older than me that I was scared to talk to in middle school liked, and I therefore also liked them. A lot of my stepsister's friends were like these girls. That's dope. Yeah. Kids today, they don't understand. They don't know what it's like to figure out what indie music is and realize, oh, there's a specific person for this. Facts. Um, What'd you watch? <laughs> we went on an insane yeah, tangent. Yeah, crazy <laughs> tangent. That might might be the most insane tangent we've gone on thus far. I'm. I bet fifteen people listen, and all fifteen of them are like, "Oh my god, these fellas are autistic." They're on the same wavelength. Yeah. Um. I watched. Uh. Let's see what I watched. Oh, I've been watching Curb. Last episode was good. No, it was awesome. Don't be weird. The episode before that fucking was incredible. Yeah. That was dude. like so unbelievably good. Dude, they've all been fucking really good, man. This is the best season in a while. Yeah. I had really low expectations because I thought the last two seasons were really disappointing and it should have just been left dead. But they're coming back strong. And I think this is like the final season, right? Yeah. He's dope. definitely going to die at the end. There is no way. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he might die in real life before. <laughs> before That man is old as sin now. It's really sad if you watch the, these episodes. My word. If you watch these episodes of Curb and then you go back and watch like the first season, second season, it's just like, holy fu- I mean, I know that was 20 years ago almost, right? Curb came I out. I think it started in t- 2000? 2000. Yeah, I'm pretty holy sure. Fuck. So more than 20 years ago. Almost 25 years ago. That's crazy. That's fucking insane. Great show. Great show. Um, but as far as movies though, so uh, I watched uh, Style Wars. It's this documentary about... Um, is that the graffiti one? It's the graffiti one, yeah. Um, Molly and John were talking about it in the car on the way to a Scarab gig, and they were like, dude, even if you have no interest in graffiti, you should watch this. You'll you'll like it. Um, it was were cool. Right? It was interesting. Yeah, it was, it was cool. I liked it. Um, it was fine. Uh, I watched The Quick and the Dead. Is that a Western? It's the Sam Raimi Western. Oh, you did watch it. It was awesome. Okay. I really liked it. Um it was dope. It was very, like, the way that Sam Raimi, it was such a Sam Raimi-ass fucking movie. I like that. Yeah, it had his fucking fingerprints all over it. Like, the way it was shot, how fucking cartoonish it was. Um, and it had all these, so the premise of the movie is just, like, there's just, like, it just takes place in this western town, and there's, a like, a quick draw competition. So it's all these, like, ridiculous-ass colorful characters that are, like, entering in this quick draw competition. The cast for it is crazy. It's fucking here. Let me pull this up. It's fucking... I need to watch this. Sharon Stone, Gene Hackman, Russell Crowe, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jesus. Keith David, your fucking boy. I never leave the house without him. Yeah. Um, Leo, Leo DiCaprio is awesome in it. He's super young. Um, But yeah, it's like really cartoony and ridiculous. Like, there's like a part where like a guy gets shot and then they show... And he... You don't know if the bullet actually hit him or not. And then they show his shadow... And you can see like on the shadow where there's like a dot in the middle of the shadow where the sun is That's shining cool. through. Yeah. It's just like weird, ridiculous ass. Like the way Sam Raimi does his cartoony ass movies really works for a Western. The way he did it is really cool. It doesn't take itself too seriously, I feel like. He must make a new movie that is not Marvel related. Yeah. Is he? He's, yeah, he must. He's so good. Um, he gets it. And then I watched another Western, Blazing Saddles. 
um, because you watched it and you were talking about it. I watched it. Um, Best Western. Like the hotel? Yeah. Um, yeah. It, 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 it was funny. It was fine. It's not the best Mel Brooks movie. Spaceballs. Spaceballs is. Stand by that. Yep. Um, then I Frankenstein. Or, uh, I Frankenstein. Frankenstein. I'm losing it. The fuck are you talking about, cuz? And then I watched... Uh, and then, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And then I watched, uh, I watched this Japanese movie called Gunhead. We'll be talking about that. Yeah, did you watch it? Not yet. Should I wait to talk about yeah. it until you... Yeah. I mean, we're... Are we going to do it for the pod? Yeah, it's next. Oh, oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Dap me up. All right. I will say no more. I will speak no more on Gunhead. All right. Whoa. <laughs> that was crazy. This burrito got me acting up. Holy fuck. And then I watched uh, Ye Olden Raid. There was no redemption. Why is it called? It's confusing that it's called that. It's the first In- one, and it has a subtitle of Redemption. So I went on Netflix and saw that, and I was like, wait, no, this isn't right, because it's... It's just the raid, and then I looked it up, and then in the U.S. they called it the raid redemption. Why? But in Indonesia, it's just the raid. Why would you do that? There's no rede- there's no redeeming. There's just violence. It should have been called the raid violence. Before we get into that, is there anything else you watch? Anything else you uh, finally nope. beat Yakuza? Thank God. Story? Now you can move on and play something else. Final Fantasy VII. That's fine. I'll take it. I'm so excited. I played the demo. Nintendo be like, we got to talk about Nintendo for two seconds. Did they did they disappoint you? They were just like, oh, it was just all this fucking info leaked that they were going to do like Switch 2 announcement you know, with, all, with all this shit. No, most of those Nintendo leakers are, are pretty accurate. Some have really good track records. And then they do a fucking Nintendo Direct with mad bullshit. Nothing good. The only thing that was good on there, I remember there was two things that I thought were cool. One of them was the Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection. Yep. The other one I can't even remember. Was it uh, Shin Megami Tensei? No, I don't care about that. What the fuck? I don't even remember what the other fucking good thing on there was. <laughs> Battletoads. Oh, it is mad funny that they're putting Battletoads on the virtual console. Um, I was really and disappointed then they did by the, the Direct. And then they did the fucking Pokemon announcement. I don't need that. I need fucking Metroid Prime 4. It's never coming out. It, I need Switch 2. That is probably coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Metroid Prime 4 is fucking gone. I need new... They deleted it. <laughs> I need new open world Super Mario game. I need a new 3D Donkey Kong. I bet that Nintendo assassinates anybody that tries to leak any information about that. <sighs> they can afford it. They can. They got. The you see bucks. what they do to people's YouTube channels? They do be getting motherfuckers taken down, bro. They don't care. They're like the chubby fresh of the video game world. <laughs> They're like, oh, someone's streaming our game, not on our watch. Yeah, it's fucking. <laughs> it's fucking insane, man. You're making money off of us, not on our watch. Yeah, it's fucked up. It is pretty fucked up. Nintendo, they don't want to make money because they don't do anything good, and then they don't want anybody else making any money either. They don't make any sense. Makes they really. Do. They hate their fan base. They do. I love them though. They hate their fan base, and their fan base has Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, I do. It's sad to see. All right, let's talk about the raid, colon, redemption. What'd you give it? I gave it a four. I think I did four and a half. I gave it a four, but realistically, I would probably give it like a 3.7 or 8. I don't know why I feel so specific about that. Just wanted to put that out there as a disclaimer. A three, uh, a, a 3.8, and yeah. you rounded it to a four? Yeah. <laughs> 
I gave it a four and a half. Okay. Um, this is this is the movie that uh, really I feel like kickstarted hyper violent action movies. This is uh, this is. I know we said that Aliens was the epitome of uh, dudes will just see this and just go hell yeah. This is even more that, bro. Skyler was watching the movie with me, and I said, "You have to leave the room. This is a guy movie." It's a it, fella's flick. Sky left the room. <laughs> Holy shit, <laughs> dude! It's great, man. It's really fucking good. It's dope that you get five minutes of story and then uh, an hour and a half of violence, dude. Just that's all I want. Yeah, they set the story up really well. They don't give you too much. They just they tell you what the objective is. It's a simple premise. Hey. There's a dude at the in this fucking apartment building, and we're going to get his ass, and we're probably going to get fucked up. Have you seen... And uh, then they do go. Have you ever And they do get fucked up. Dread. Uh, the, the the one with uh, Carl Urban? Yeah. No. It's awesome. It's this movie. Yeah, I've heard it's like the exact same movie, but that, not quite as good. But it no. has Judge Dread in it. It's good, but it's not as good. It has some brutal ass parts, but... uh. This is, it's crazy. This is like, to from my perspective, the movie that kickstarted like super hyper violent action movies. Like, I feel like John Wick wouldn't exist without. Oh, this, this is one so proto John Wick, dude. There's no way. I I can't think of a movie before this. Like, obviously, there's kung fu movies and there's action movies, but I can't think of a movie that is like this prior to the raid. Well, it's interesting that this movie is. Like, it has, like, gun violence action, but it also has martial arts. Like, you, generally, you would think of, like, an action movie and a martial arts movie as, like, two different things. Like, two different genres. They're related, but they're they're different genres. This is, like, both combined. You only get gun violence for, like, the first 30 minutes? Yeah, it's, like, the first half is gun violence, and the second half is just, like, hand-to-hand combat and fighting with machetes and shit. Shirtless men. Surely everyone's so sweaty in this movie. Yeah. So sweaty. More sweaty than any fucking Sergio Leone movie. My God. <laughs> I uh It's been a while since I've seen this. And this is maybe you've had you had the same experience. I bet somebody listening has. This is a movie where I was in high school on Netflix, just looking for something to watch. And I found this movie and I just decided to watch it. I thought it looked cool. I was definitely in college when it came out. Yeah, 2011. I graduated high school in 2010. I was a junior. Damn. Young bull over here. <laughs> uh, but I was in college, and I remember my, my, like, just, like, my friends just being like, dude, we have to watch this absurd fucking movie. And this, dude, I'm going to be honest. There's a pretty good chance this is the first foreign movie I ever saw. Like, no kung fu movies? This is the first... I mean, like, this is the first, like, modern foreign movie I ever saw. Not Harry Potter? That's not foreign, you dickhead. (laughs) I'm talking about a non-English language movie. So... Go ahead, (sighs) make your little joke. Make your little fucking joke. No, uh... I'm, pro- I'm probably wrong. I probably did see. You had to have. Yeah. But I mean. The this first is- movie you watched. Salo. All right. I'm not. You know who. 
he who should not be named. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I feel like this really did like kind of set the fucking blueprint for the John Wick type f- film. Just extreme violence. Yeah. Now we have John Wick. We have Sisu. Sisu was dope. We have all these fucking movies. But there were other action movies around this time that I feel like kind of... Like, um, did you ever see Shoot 'em Up? It was okay. Is that the that's the one where like fucking uh, Clive Owen kills a dude with a carrot? Yeah, we've all been there. That yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I won't admit to anything on recording, but you know, we've all been there. We've all been there. I won't incriminate myself. My <laughs> carrot related crimes, but like, I don't know. I feel like what year did Shoot 'em Up come out? There were other action movies happening. Twenty eleven or twenty twelve? I Let me think. See. Shoot 'em Up. Looking now on. 2007. Oh, was it that early? Yeah, so I oh. mean, dude, Paul Giamatti's in Shoot 'em Up? That's crazy. Legend. Monica Bellucci, who the hell is that? Oh, she's in The Matrix. It's the chick from The Matrix who tries to hook up with Keanu Reeves in the bathroom at the fucking... What the rave? No, 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 in the second the second one. Not at the rave? No, she's the one who's married to the, the, the guy who looks like... Uh, Christoph Waltz. Oh, George Carlin in Scary Movie Three. No, that's a di- that's a different guy. I think. <laughs> I don't know, man. Fuck, dude, we're going on tangents. Dude's doing tangents. <laughs> Anyways, so I love the structure of this movie. It feels like a video game. Like, yeah, it really does. You get this basic premise, and then you go right, and they're working their way up. Floor to floor to floor to floor. And, like, the bad guys that they have to fight are getting, like, tougher as they go. There's, like, multiple mini-bosses before the main boss. Yeah, there really is. Dude, it's it's literally like a fucking video game. The first boss? A child. Literally. Yeah. The guy who, like, runs and snitches on them? Yeah. No, but, like, the guy who comes with the, with the machete, who's, like, harassing the dude who's harboring them. The snipers. The snipers. The fucking mad dog is is like the last mini boss. Yeah. There's Who's the final boss. No, I would say the final boss is the fucking the final boss. The overlord? Yeah, but Mad Dog is harder. This is like one of it's like a Souls game where there's like an Oh, op- it's like like a second the second to last optional boss is always way harder than the actual Demon last boss. Souls type shit. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. you fight the king and he's just a slug. Yeah. But yeah, um that's another tangent that we just went on. This Speaking is very, of tangential episode. Speaking of Souls, Elden Ring DLC. Yeah, that's going to be dope. Let's, let's stay focused <laughs> yeah. here. Sorry, um, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, everyone. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that this movie also looks really good. It sounds really good. That was something that I noticed while I was watching it. Like, a lot of the sound design makes it feel so... I feel like uh, they use a lot of the same like gunshot sounds that there are in like a lot of like um, like World War II movies. Where it's like the gunshots sound like fucking... Like when you watch like a World War II, like a war movie, there's these gunshots and then like the bullets hitting the bodies have this like fucking thud. Yeah. It's like meat thud. And I feel like that's missing from a lot of like action movies. I feel I like feel it's like more emphasis, of like a war movie thing. The emphasis is on the firing, not the the landing. Yeah, for sure. And so much of like a lot of action movies too have like, I don't know, especially of like the 20. The 2000s and 2010s will have, like, intense music going on while there's, like, these shootout scenes happening. You think of The Matrix or, like, whatever. There's, like, shootout scene happening and it's playing, like, fucking 
that sounded so that was evil. so wet. Are you? Did you shit yourself just now? No, not this time. Oh fuck. Um, but yeah, it has like fucking techno playing, and it like kind of makes it like more like fun and less like brutal. But a lot of these action scenes is just like the sound is taking the center stage over like a soundtrack. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it just makes it feel way more intense and brutal. It's really funny to go from the crow to this and the way that people in the crow are getting smoked and it just has the really cartoony slapstick kind of like sound effects. And this is like, is what it sounds like when somebody's getting punched. Yeah. Like some Looney Tunes shit. Yeah. And this was so like gritty and, and felt not. I bet any money that this movie had a quarter of a fraction of a budget, the budget that The Crow had. Oh, for sure. This movie was probably, there are some times when you can definitely tell it's a little bit low budget. Some of the CGI when they're doing like the, um, like the gunshot stuff in the, in the, in the camera starts shaking. There was a scene specifically where I, where I remember noticing it's a scene where they're like really cool scene and shot really well. And, and the idea is really cool when they're making their way up the building in the dark and they don't realize cause it's pitch black that there's a floor above them. There's a bunch of dudes with guns waiting and they're just waiting to see the muzzle fire from their guns in the darkness. So they know where to shoot at. And the guy shoots the doorknob off with the shotgun. And as soon as they see the flash from the shotgun, the guys upstairs, they know where to start shooting at. And they just start opening fire. And I remember that scene looked a little bit like a fucking cutscene from like a PS4 game. Old school. That is old that school. Spot, that, that, that shot is awesome. I really like that scene. That, uh, that might be my favorite scene. I mean, it's not mine, but go off. Bro. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll go off. Bro. I said it might be. There's a lot of... All the action sequences in this movie are phenomenal. The core... The choreography, choreography is fucking dope. Um, it just I, there's something about a movie that has a lot of, I guess, like martial arts and kung fu in it that it could go either way, where it looks too goofy or it's like, I don't know, it doesn't feel right. But this movie feels very fluid. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think that uh, the main guy is like an actual martial artist. That would make sense. I think he knows Kung Fu. The fucking... Some of the stunts they're doing in this movie. My God. The the guy who plays Mad Dog was in something else, too. I'm trying to think of what it was. Let me see. Um, All the all the hand-to-hand combat scenes are incredible. Yeah, they're way better than... The gun... The, the like, gun action, like, the tactical, like, shootout scenes are really cool. They're good. But what elevates this movie is all the fucking hand-to-hand combat. And I like that that's the second half of the movie. Because if it was like all the hand-to-hand combat for the first half and then they got into like the tactical fucking gun stuff, I feel like it would have been a little bit of a de-escalation. It, felt, it feels a little bit less intense. Yeah, I, I think that's a perfect way to put it. Um, it's funny that the, it all switches up when they use the axe to go through the floor to get away from... Uh, the minions. Yeah. It's like that moment when they go through the floor, it's like, okay, guns are gone now. Yeah, it's like... Which is kind of funny. We're at the second part, the next level of the game now. And then they start fighting. So, the main character, he was also in uh, The Force Awakens? I'm sorry. 
That's what no, I'm asking. That's what it says here. I don't remember him being in it. It's been so long. Uh he was in The Force Awakens, also in The Raid 2, which we we'll get to. But um he also he choreographed. It says he's a martial artist and fight choreographer. And he choreographed the um the fights for the raid. Um let me see who else. Uh, this guy, yeah, the guy who played Mad Dog, he was also in John Wick Three. That's right. So is he? This guy, yeah, he's in John Wick Three. Oh shit, yeah. Damn, he's from West Java. I don't even know where the fuck that Whoa. is. I'm from East Java. You're literally a liar. I'm sorry. Where is Java? Probably in Indonesia. If I had to guess. Facts. Bangladesh. Not, is that not in Indonesia? No, I don't think so. Man. Bangkok. No, that's in Thailand. Uh, Jakarta. That's in Indonesia. That's where this movie takes place in Jakarta. You figured it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so much of what makes this movie good is the fight choreography. It's fucking insane, man. It's <laughs> it's crazy. If you haven't seen this movie, just go on YouTube and look up any fight scene. It yeah. doesn't matter. You could uh, Any fight scene. And you will go, wow. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And if you don't, I don't think this movie's for you. Yeah. Or this podcast. Or this life. I mean, here's the thing. I could totally see this movie not being for somebody. Who? I mean, there's very little to it. If you're not, like, engaged by watching just, like, ridiculous-ass kung fu, that's the whole movie. Who doesn't like that? I'm just... (laughs) Nobody I know, but I'm just saying people. Which people? Our wives. Skylar liked the movie. Oh, well. <laughs> Skylar yeah. was a big fan of uh, when the one guy gets his neck impaled on the doorframe. That part is crazy, man. That part is awesome. Yeah. I would love to kill somebody doing that. All right. It's probably satisfying Weirdo. as fuck. Weirdo. Think about it. Well, don't be weird. It's normal. It's not. It's normal. Um, yeah, it's, uh, the fight choreography is the best. As far as how it looks, it looks fine. It looks good. Uh, I shouldn't even say fine. It does look good, but it's not like they're doing anything crazy visually. No, it's very dry. Yeah. It's, uh, but I also feel like, you know what it feels like? Uh, not to cut you off, but it reminds me of like the way that the game Gears of War is where it's just very gray. Yeah. And there's no, the whole movie is gray. Yeah. There's no, even like. When it does get colorful in the like the hallway where the dude gets his neck impaled, there's like actually color in there, but it's is still there? Feels, I don't even remember. Yeah, it's like and a I different watched color. this movie immediately before we recorded. It's a different like because all the other rooms are like blue grayish. The and whole that room is like brown. In my brain, the whole movie is the color of the movie poster. It really is. It's just like this blue green tinted gray. That was like a a stylistic choice for the time period. Yeah. With a lot of shit. So I kind of hold that against the movie. Children of Men is like that too. Yeah, it is, but... When I th- but th- I mean, that movie's incredible. Yeah, incredible I, movie. When I think of... Li- I mean, so is The Raid, though. It is. But what? I'm looking back on it, especially with that time period, that whole gradient and color scheme, it hasn't aged well. I think it just looks... Everything just looks washed. Yeah. It, it doesn't feel... It does kind of make you tired when you watch it. It's like... It's like, uh, you know, the, the Mexico filter. Yeah. Or the Fallout New Vegas filter yeah, where yeah. everything is like orange. Like sepia? Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, Sicario type shit. Yeah. But it's cool. I just feel like it's hard. Yeah, it works. Good God, this dude is, this dude's gassy. It works in this movie because they're in the one setting the whole time. I also feel like it being really dry and all the shots being very like regular and basic works more when they start getting into the crazy kung fu because if it was like super stylized, it could be really cool, but it also takes away from like, you can use that to mask when you have like a fucking, some shitty like Hollywood actor doing fight scenes, but these guys are like legit fight choreographer, like martial arts dudes from the East. You know what I mean? Like, just put the camera in one spot and let them do their thing. Because they're good enough to where they don't need the help. They don't need, like, creative cinematography to mask their shortcomings. They just do it. And they do it well. So it works in that context. It, it does work in this movie that it's, like, very kind of... I don't want to say plain, but, like, just meat and potatoes, you know? Yeah. I, I have no issue with the cinematography. I think it's pretty good for action movie yeah it just it gets the job done it you see everything you know it doesn't obfuscate anything there's no shaky nonsense there's no weird cuts you see everything you see every hit and i love that that's why john wick is so fucking good yeah you see everything it doesn't it it doesn't make you feel confused when you're watching it by cutting away to all this different shit yeah it's more so the the color scheme is very boring to me and doesn't stand out aesthetically the movie it, like I'm not saying it has to be hyper stylized or anything, but it feels very like you said meat and potatoes. Yeah, and it just I don't know why it's and it's not a negative thing, but it's something where I'm like I wonder if it could have been for me like a little bit something that elevated it higher if it had some yeah. sort of style to it. That's true. And again, it's not a bad thing. The movie is awesome for not even for what it is. It's just an awesome movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's like a couple of things that I, you know, watching it for more recently that I was like, oh, I kind of wish that this had its own flair, I guess. I guess the f- the flair itself is in the, the hand-to-hand combat and the fight scene since that's 80% of the movie. Yeah. I mean... That's, Which is a pro. I yeah. love that it doesn't take 45 minutes to set up to a 10-minute action shot. Then you have to wait another 10 minutes for another one. Yeah, it just, it gets going and it just goes. It just fucking goes. Um, I don't remember any of the characters' names. Besides... Jaka? There's one named Jaka? Besides the captain named Reza. Because he sounds like he who will not be named. The Sallow Man. Yeah. Sounds like the Sallow Man. <laughs> um, he's The Sallow Man is undoubtedly scheming to get to Thailand to see Kickback as we speak. Rumor has it he has the ticket. He's leading all the Delaware kids to fucking to Thailand like like fucking Moses leading leading He's his people on a mass exodus. <laughs> yeah, they will go in mass to get to. They're chartering a private jet, and Salomon is in the cockpit, straight out of the Newcastle airport. Straight out of Newcastle. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. I just I I I feel like. In a way, so here's my thing with this movie. I give it four, four and a half stars out of four, four and a half stars, not out of five stars. This movie is perfect for what it is. It's the best that it could be being what it is. 
I would never go out on a limb and be like, this is the best fucking movie ever. Like, this is an unassailable movie that everybody should watch and would enjoy regardless of whether it's your thing or not. Like, if this movie is like the, the cream of the crop for what it is, but if what it does is not for you, I could totally understand. It doesn't, it doesn't like, it's not reinventing the wheel, doesn't surpass the genre, you know what I mean? No, and this is an instance where I think a movie, a movie series like John Wick does this better. I think the I think one of the issues that I have with the movie and this is this is why I feel 3.8 is more accurate because there's so many characters, people get killed off left and right and you don't really feel connected to anybody. You're not really like even like personally I wasn't really even rooting for anybody besides the main character. And even then I was just like these are going to it just fucks people up. It's, it is what it is. Yeah. And the only real tension building moment is when they're in the wall, and the guy. Dude, the that part is really intense, though. That is one of the best parts of the movie. Yeah. It gives you a good break from the action, and it gives you a little bit of character development where this movie really doesn't have any. Yeah. This movie doesn't really have a plot. Which is fine. Yeah, it does. Me. There's like some elements. There's like the twist of like the guy's bro- of like the main guy's brother being one of the like crime guys, right hand man, and like. Uh, but it does it, that stuff. Sort of, it it's it's consequential to the plot. Like it's not completely inconsequential, but it feels inconsequential when you're watching. You know. Yeah, it's just just such a small moment. It passes. Yeah, it passes so quick, and nothing's revisited. And like, this is a movie where like the ending happens, and then it's just it's over, and you're like, oh, yeah, okay. And I will say, the way that everything that happens with the Overlord is very anticlimactic. Yeah, for sure. I do think that the ending was. It's like the weakest was, part of the movie. I there think. was no, there was no big final battle with the main boss. He just gets taken away. Yeah, I feel like the big final battle ends up being with fucking Mad Dog. That fight is awesome. Yeah, it's dope. I think an issue I have with that fight is it goes on for so long. Yeah, it goes on for almost fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's fucking it's, insane. It's so long, and obviously you don't get a break. Between like of anything happening, yeah. So you're just kind of watching dudes fight for 15 minutes, and I think for the first seven minutes you're like, yeah, and you're like, okay, is this gonna end soon? You know what? I'm I am actually gonna adjust my rating from four and a half back to four. I think I think that's a fair rating. I four. You're selling me on the virtues of four as opposed to four and a half. These are just the gripes that I have with it. Yeah, it's not a perfect... It's a great movie, and it's really fun, but it's not a perfect movie. Like I said, it's not a movie that's so... There are definitely action movies that are so good and perfect that I would say, even if you hate action movies, you can appreciate this. John Wick. Yeah. I think John Wick takes what this does and does it a little bit better. Oh, absolutely. But this movie is, is like... This movie's great, though. Yeah, it's not taking anything... It's not... I'm not shitting on the movie. I'm just saying for my personal preferences and my things were that I, if they were in the movie, I could be like, this might be a five star movie. Yeah. If it had, you know, even a character I cared about, like you don't really give a shit about the main character. He's just, 
realistically, he's just a guy doing his job. Yeah. Who happens to know insane martial arts. Yeah. Uh, I don't give a fuck about the captain and him betraying the team. It was pretty obvious from the get-go. So it's not even that crazy of a plot twist, and it's also a very generic one. Uh, The overlord just getting taken away and then the captain shooting him. That pretty anticlimactic. Um, and th- this is another personal gripe of mine and something that watching it this time I realized when a fight scene goes on for too long, it feels like it goes on for too long. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Because the, I know... I know we were just saying, like, it's dope that goes right into the action. But I think the first half of the movie with the gunplay, it goes pretty smooth. And then, you know, the the action scenes start. And they start off pretty good. And they're good throughout the whole movie. But then they start to go very long at the end. Like, mm-hmm. 15 plus minutes of dudes fighting. Yeah. And that is cool. But I lose just, like, you know. Yeah. I just kind of lose interest on, in like... Okay. Oh, they finally got him. Yeah. I mean, <coughs> well, in your brain, what is the best martial arts movie you've ever seen? Do you have any thoughts on that? Honestly, maybe Ip Man. Ip Man is up there. Maybe Ip Man. I'm looking at my Ip Man Blu-ray there on the shelf. Yeah. Ip Man is up there. Uh, for me, it's... Enter pro- the Dragon. For me, there? it's probably Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That's up there. Those movies, Ip Man, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon... It's not just like nonstop kung fu, like pillar to post. There are breaks. There's character development. There's character development. There's motivation. And granted, they do that a little bit here, and I understand that the intentions are a little bit di- like the vibe in the movie is a little bit different. This is a little bit less serious than those movies. Yeah, the objective for this movie is what if violence. Yeah, and that's it. But it's really interesting though because like, it's very. I don't want to say grounded because obviously this movie is not grounded. No, but like it's gritty. And like when you watch like crouching tiger, hidden dragon, they're like, you know, they're flying through the air and doing that kind of shit. You know what I mean? So that's like where you cut, where it comes in with like the stylized aspect of the action, but there's none of that here. So it really does get, it can get kind of samey after a while, especially if there's no breaks in the fighting. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, it, I do. I do agree. I think that the 15 minute weird, fight scenes are could have been trimmed down a little bit. And it's weird because the movie's quick. It's straight up 90 minutes. I think it's a little over. I think it's 100 minutes, but that's nothing. Yeah, that's really that's really nothing. Yeah. Uh, but it's weird to to say that a fight scene is dragging, and when it's going on for 10 plus minutes, yeah. for me, I feel I get kind of bored. I, I, it's just me. Yeah. That's my own issue. Yeah. And there's somebody that can make an argument that would probably win me over. And I'd be like, you know what? That makes sense. You're probably right. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's my main shit with the movie is I wish there was a plot cause they could have had the same amount of violence and everything, but just had some little more than what we got. Uh, the villain cop out sucks. Yeah. The Overlord just kind of that cop out is not very cool. Yeah, I mean, there's the color scheme is very boring. There's a a lot to that could have been worked on, but the good the, the, the good we're just nitpicking because we still both gave this movie three and a half 
to four stars. I can't just praise it. Yeah, I got. I have to. I have to share my yeah my negatives. It's dude. It's before it's, I talk about my positives. But it's so fucking good. The fight scenes are cool. Yeah, they're fucking. <laughs> just insane. complaining about the length, but the stunts that these dudes are doing absurd, truly insane, absurd. Um, the way that some of these dudes get killed is awesome. Dude, the best... It's so fucking wild. The best uh, The best is the... My favorite, personally, is the uh, when he puts the propane tank and the grenade in the refrigerator <sighs> and then just points it at the fucking guys and it just blows them all away in the hallway. Yep. So sick. I Like I said before, I love the dude getting impaled on the doorframe. Yeah, that part's fucking awesome. Uh, Mad Dog's death is fucking cool yeah that's a really good one even though it's like so you really have to suspend your disbelief for that one (laughs) yeah uh his death is cool but there is no way on this planet that someone will get stabbed in the neck with a A fluorescent light bulb fluorescent light bulb and still have the strength to fight two men for three minutes mad dog would mad dog he's just built different yeah, he really is. He's able to ha- get stabbed in the neck. You think Mad Dog's autistic? Yeah, his special interest is fighting. Yeah, facts. <laughs> Literally <laughs> facts. Um, but yeah, I mean, so let's let's touch on this. Have you ever seen The Raid 2? I have, but not, not since, I don't know, 2013, 14, whenever it came out. I saw it when it came out. And I specifically remember not liking it. But people, like... Tend, do tend to like it. Like on Letterboxd, it has the same score as the Raid 1. It has Both of them have four stars. I thought about watching it immediately after this, but I felt like if I did that, I would not care about the movie because it would just be so much of the same thing. In it's, the same well, that's the setting. thing. It's pretty different from the first one. It's way more ridiculous and way more like cartoony and like tongue-in-cheek it feels more like an like anime vibes like the characters are more like over the top if i remember correctly again it's been a decade since i've seen the second one i just remember watching it and thinking this doesn't have like the gritty like like hard-nosed kind of very serious tone of the first one and i remember thinking it's like more just like whimsical and and like kind of stupid I'll, I'll have to rewatch yeah it's th- been a very long time i think we both deserve we both owe it to ourselves to and to the flicks to do a rewatch i think so uh yeah i just i didn't want to burn myself out because i knew if i immediately watched the second one after this i'd be like oh yeah this one is not as, it's just the same thing but whatever yeah more, I, I, I more kung fu i don't want to do that that's not fair yeah for sure it's also funny because anyone that I know that talks about the raid is specifically only talking about this movie. Yeah. People don't really talk about the raid too. The raid colon redemption. It's confusing that the first one has a subtitle and it's redemption. And there's it's no, rede- there's confusing. literally no redeeming in this movie. No, just, just violence. <coughs> there's not a single, just gun violence redemption. and Kung Fu. I don't know. There's no. There's literally no nothing to be redeemed. <laughs> it's kind of a stupid ass title. Yeah, the title. They could have been called the raid, raidening, and that would have made more sense than the redemption, uh, yeah. like subtitle. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's really not much more to say about the flick. It's just like 
the plot is what it is. The cinematography is what it is. The, you know, the characters, they are what they are. It's really all just there as a serviceable vehicle for Jesus. It's all there as a, just a, Jesus, a vehicle for the stunts and the Kung Fu. Jesus. That's four far. <laughs> that last one was pathetic. Uh, it's, they can't it's, all be bangers. Yeah, I'm sorry, you'll, you'll get them next time. It's for, it's for the purpose of kind of like, you know, creating a movie for the over the top, crazy ass, elaborate action sequences. And like, as long as the plot, the characters, the cinematography, whatever is good enough to be serviceable and get the job done, which they are, and let the actual action parts shine, which they do, it gets the job done. Yeah, I was going to say, and this is usually a negative thing. This movie is very one-dimensional. Yeah. But I like the dimension Yeah, it's giving me. I, I like it. I like it a lot. But it truly is a, what you see is exactly what you get. There is not an ounce more to that. There is no underlying themes. There is no... Hidden meetings. There's, yeah. there's, it's just a movie. Yeah. It's just a movie about guys doing fighting. Yeah, literally. That's all it is. Which is fine by me. Yeah. That's dope. It's nice to have a, a brain off movie and actually be like fucking sick. Yeah, it's, this is a great popcorn flick. 100%. You could look at your phone for half of the movie and then come back and not yeah, say anything. For sure. Which is really funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, what's your favorite scene? I think my favorite scene is the scene we talked about, which is funny because I brought it up because I said it was the one part where the CGI does not look good, but where they are using the shotgun and they shoot the door open and the light from the shotgun going off alerts the bad guys in the dark to where they are and they open fire. That scene was really good. The refrigerator scene was awesome. Um, the tension of the machete on the face scene in the in, in the wall. All the things we talked about, but I mean... I I think probably if I had to pick a true favorite, it would be the 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 dark in the the gunshot the shootout in the darkness scene. I'm glad we didn't pick the same thing. I was worried that you were gonna pick. What did you pick? The I guess it's like the lab fight scene where they cook. Okay, that whole part is awesome. Uh, it, it's so fucking over the top. It is so unbelievably over the top where they're fighting on tables, yeah. throwing fucking uh, filing cabinets at people. Yeah. Just the way they are murdering dudes is crazy. Beakers and shit. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, that, it's pretty dope. I think that's the best fight scene in the whole movie. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty fucking sick. It's cutting between multiple people fighting and, I, and the captain and shit. I really, I think that it's... I think it's better than the, the you know mad what? dog fight. I think the redemption is uh, the main character's brother. Oh, joining in at the end? Yeah. Oh. I don't think so. But <laughs> Okay, that's fine. Uh, yeah, I think, honestly, I think that fight is better than the mad dog fight. The mad dog fight is just, it goes on for so long it's and it's three in dudes one in location. an empty room. Yeah, yeah it, there's like... It's just kind of funny too, where one guy's on the floor for half of it, and then he's he's up and fighting for half of it. Yeah, 
They take turns. Yeah. It's a little silly. Sorry, I'm a little sleepy. It's okay. It's midnight. We start. It's not midnight. It's midnight. We started late tonight. But um, yeah. I mean, overall, what's what is there to say? It's just a it's just a a, a badass flick. This is a movie where you stand up and salute it. Yeah. You thank it for its service. You go hell yeah when somebody gets killed yeah, in an yeah. extreme way. Yeah, impaled, imp- get gets their neck impaled on a fucking door frame, machete death. Yeah, beaker death, <laughs> filing cabinet death. Dude, filing cabinet death went hard. Yeah, it did. Um, Kids today, they're not murdering with filing cabinets no, anymore. No, they're really not. Uh, you got anything else to, to add? Any final thoughts to wrap it up? Raid. That's it. The spray. Use it to get rid of I was going to say, when we were talking about what to post on the Instagram, I was going to say you should post Raid the Spray or Raid the Band. I've never listened. You would like it. It sounds like Breakdown. People think it's Metalcore, but it's not. Just because it's a hardline band, it's not. Hard what? All right, man. I don't... What What exactly is a hardline band? (laughs) Hardline... (sighs) It's just like... A hard vegan band? Hardline was like a movement in the 90s. For who? For dickheads from fucking Tennessee. To do what? Be militant. About what? Straight edge and veganism. But their whole thing, a lot of them was like, we are not straight edge. We are hardline. Do not call us straight edge. We are not a straight edge band. We are a hardline band. Legend, I've heard many tales that Earthcrack, they used to do a hardline conference in Memphis. They did it for like a few years. Why Memphis, Tennessee? That's because that's where they're from. That's where those a lot of those bands are from. Um, that Earthcrack, I don't know if this is accurate lore, but it's something that I've always been told. That Earth Crisis was invited to the hardline fucking thing and they went there and got there and were like, these guys are a little too crazy for us. We're, we're good. <laughs> I wonder if... Uh... The crust bands from Memphis, like His Hero's Gone, Tragedy, and all those fellas. I wonder if that was like a backlash too. Maybe, but oh, fucking, but but raid the band goes in, bro. They're from Memphis. Yeah, I'm gonna play you a track after we're done recording, and you're gonna like it. It literally sounds like breakdown. Like legit, I'm, sounds like fucking breakdown. I'll give it a shot. It's dope. I'm I'm willing to <laughs> listen to anything. I'm not. I am. It's the difference between you and I, my friend. Everything's good to me. Anyways, uh, yeah, the raid, great flick. The raid, very good. Um, the raidening, the raidening. Uh, we uh, redemption. You done? Raid happens. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, we recently uh, dropped the first bonus episode. Did you like the it? The first non-movie episode. Yeah, let us know what you thought. If you're like, this was cool, do more of this, or hey, do one about this, or. That was stupid. This is a fucking movie podcast. Stick to talking about movies. That's fine. We'll take any of that feedback. Yeah. If you have suggestions. We're men of the people. If you have suggestions, I'm open. Because the next one I was going to say is rating our friends. That's incredibly cruel. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do a tier list of our friends. They're all S tier. (laughs) (laughs) If you're listening to this and you're our friend, you're S tier. Yeah. Besides um, one unnamed person. Nah, he's S tier. They're all S tier. I rock with them all. You're S tier. Thanks, man. You too. 
Um, but yeah. Uh, so next week, Gunhead. Gunhead. Uh, this movie is on an archive website, like a library website. Yeah, which for is free. Very funny. Um, is it in English? It's partially in English. The uh, English character, the American characters speak English, and the Japanese characters speak Japanese, and they understand each other. We'll get to that though. Okay, I will have to watch this. We'll talk about that next week. With subtitles on. Y- yeah, it the has subtitles. The, the old way. Yeah, we'll get there. Gunhead next week. Gunhead. G U N H E D. Gunhead. Gun. Gunned. Gun. Gun. Is this? Is this like Gundam? You'll see. Okay. Gundam goes hard. It's not, but you'll see. I like Gundam. Me too. Look at this guy. Got a couple Gundams. Robotech. Yeah, Robotech. Robotech. Armored Core. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry for the, all the tangents on this episode. There were a good a lot, a good amount of them, but yeah, my bad. I we ate before we did. Yeah, this. we should not do that. We have to. We have to starve ourselves so we can focus on Be recording. cranky and stay on track. No more jokes. No more happiness. <laughs> Just movies. What um, did you watch? Only movies. Yes, only. No more joking. Just kidding. We're putting a, an embargo on joking. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, you know, follow the Instagram. Oh, and uh, happy one year to the pod. It's been about it. Our last episode that dropped it was on our one year anniversary. Um, one year birthday, whatever. I'm, yeah. I'm so proud. We finally know what we're doing. Do we though? Yes. Yes, we do. Not really. Patreon is coming soon. No, it's not. For us to buy food before we record. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, we'll see you next week with uh, Gunhead. Gunhead. Peace. Goodbye.